The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Dan and Shay will join The Voice as the first ever coaching duo. So they're joining not this upcoming season of the show, but the next season that'll come out in 2024. We talked about this yesterday. They're going to be the first ever team to have two chairs that are like (laughs) side by side on one platform. So anytime they decide that they want to be the coach for that person when they're singing their little song on The Voice, one of them will press the button, both of them will turn around. Although I'm kind of hoping there's a veto button. I think that'd be hysterical. They're on national TV looking for their big break, and you're calling it their little song. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> so when they're on that little stage singing their little song. Doing on that little, little TV. <laughs> That's what, I just like to make everything a little cutesy. Like they sing their little song, they're on a little stage. Dan and Shay, the little coaches. As you would say, you're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great. So you love you some Dan and Shay. You should love this. I do love this. Oh my gosh, Abby. Did you ever hear about Bert's Sexy Time playlist? <laughs> No. Okay, so we were all tasked on the show to make a sexy time playlist, like a sultry, sensual playlist for what we'd want to hear when we are in the bedroom, okay? Okay. He kicks it off with Dan and Shay. (laughs) Trying to set the mood, but... Tequila's kind of a good, uh, kind of a sultry song. It wasn't that one. Which one was it? uh, It was a mainstream one that was being played every six minutes on the radio. The one with Bieber? I can't even remember. Which one was it? Wasn't it Speechless? It was, or 10,000 Hours. It was one that people play at weddings, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. Speechless, for yeah. sure. It yeah. was something more, like, emotional than it was sexual. Yeah, yeah. It, it really, was romantic. It would have just dried up the room. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all looking, and we're like, you want to make love to this? <laughs> no, I don't want to be in the room. I want her to listen to it. Then I'll enter when they're done. <laughs> enter the room, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so the passengers of the missing Titanic submarine... Oh, this is just such a downer I know. We're going from Dan and Shay to this news. Um, they're presumed to be dead. The U.S. Coast Guard hosted a press conference yesterday where the spokesperson says they found debris that's consistent with some of the features of the submarine. This morning, an ROV, or remote-operated vehicle, discovered the tail cone of the Titan submersible approximately 1,600 feet from the bow of the Titanic on the seafloor. In consultation... The debris is consistent with the catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber. Mm. So, of course, now Titanic director James Cameron has to throw his voice in the ring. He's somewhat of a submarine expert himself. He did a solo dive to the bottom of the ocean, and he's been on, like, a lot of these kinds of expeditions. And he says a lot of people in the deep submergence community, I guess they have, like, a group chat or something, they were concerned in, like, like sending letters to the sky, being like, we see what you're doing with the submarine. Mm, not a good idea. You should probably stop, and it's not safe for passengers. Yeah, James Cameron, we should add, uh, he designs these. Yeah. He's actually designed them. And he uses his own to go down to the Titanic. So don't write him off just because he was the director of the Titanic. He holds the world record for deepest dive to the deepest point in the Mariana Trench to Challenger Deep at 35,000 feet. Yeah, so that's way more than the Titanic. So he is credible in this area. So he is the leader of the group chat is what you're saying. Yes. (laughs) He gets to pick the photo. (laughs) He says that this case is actually really eerily similar to what happened to the Titanic. I I know we're going to talk more at length about this later on today, but maybe we all had the same thought here because it appears as though it just kind of imploded when the communication went out. And for me, you know, uh, I was thinking like, 
that's a better scenario for me personally than it would be to be in there for four days or five days contemplating your life choices and then the panic that goes on in that thing. I'd rather not know and just have it happen. Instantaneous. Mm-hmm. I was watching the science behind it because that's what freaked me out too and it would they wouldn't even register what had happened. Mm-hmm. It would happen in nanoseconds um, and the equivalent is like think of when you touch a hot pot and it doesn't register yet with your brain mm-hmm. until like a second later. Same kind of thing. It would have happened but in nanoseconds so they would have felt nothing. Now they're not exactly Exactly sure when that happened, but to be honest with you, if I'm a family member, I want the Coast Guard to lie to me. I want them to tell me that it happened immediately when you guys lost contact. I'd be fine with that info. Well, there are reports that it happened on the way down and that the Navy actually picked up the sound of the implosion on sonar, but I don't think that's verified. I'm seeing conflicting reports mm. on it. They heard something, but they couldn't figure out exactly what it was. And now as they're putting all the pieces together, as Cassie said, they're thinking it happened on the way down. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, because I know a couple days ago there was like sonar clips of banging. It makes you wonder what that is. Like what was going, what else is going down in the deep ocean? We need to know. Did ASAP Rocky just drop the news that he and Rihanna are married? I'll fill you in on the next e on The Burt Show. The Burt Show.